Hey there, Multiamory listener. Thank you so much for being here with us. If you are new here, welcome. We're so happy to have you. And if you're a longtime listener, welcome back. We're also so happy to have you here. (laughs) Yeah, so we've put together this group of Fundamentals episodes that are episodes that we often reference in other episodes. So if you want to get kind of a basic foundation of our key communication tools or basic concepts that get referenced a lot, this is the place to be. So if this is your first time listening, you get a great foundation. Or if you're coming back, you can listen to these as a refresher course. Once you've made it through our list of fundamentals, then feel free to listen to the rest of our episodes in whatever order you like. Happy listening, and we hope you enjoy. If you're happy with the same old ways of dating, if you enjoy sucking at communication, and you have no desire to improve your romantic life, then our podcast might not be for you. But if you want some out-of-the-box ideas to deepen your current relationships, broaden your sexual horizons, develop a better understanding of yourself, or learn more about non-monogamy, then you've come to the right place. I'm Jace. I'm Emily. And I'm Dedeker. And this is the Multiamory Podcast. On this episode of the Multi-Amory Podcast, we're talking about the Triforce of Communication. That's right, it's one of our favorite tools that we created about a year and a half ago, and we decided it was time to revisit it with all of the new knowledge that we have now. All I'm going to say is that when you two did this episode, it was without me, and you were referencing something, the great and powerful Triforce of the great and powerful Legend of Zelda games. I and forgot right, that we did so this upset. without you. Yes, I, I was. Yeah, I forgot that we did yes, it without you. You were so upset. We we're like, oh yeah, we did this thing about called the Triforce of Communication. And, and I like, was what? like, what? What? <laughs> because, of course, yeah, I, I, I felt really left out about that. And it's funny because it seems like it wasn't that long ago that we did this. However, it's been, what, a year and a half? Yeah, Not quite, but almost a that, year and a half. Yeah. Almost a year and a half, yeah. So we did this episode, yeah, and oh, it looks like September 16th. 2016. Those were humble, sweet days <laughs> back in the Hedy, Obama presidency. Hedy. Goodness oh, man, gracious. You had to bring that up. I'm, I'm Hedy sorry. Days they were. The days yes, of our youth. Yes, they were. The days of our youth. And, <sighs> and so, yes, apparently, I wasn't here for it, but we created these three categories of communication. Um, and then since then, we have use them constantly and then many of our patrons have used it too and we've refined our understanding of it and found even more ways to use it and then we've created some ways to help you remember how to use them in your life so we're going to get into all of that in this episode yeah ever since we we formulated this it's for me literally become an everyday Mm -hmm. thing that i use like every single day or if not every other day um it's just so useful and so practical and i totally love it um so for those of you who haven't listened to the original episode one of the most common breakdowns that people experience in communication is when the two people who are having a conversation don't have the same goal of communication and we've all experienced this there's a super stereotypical and also kind of sexist example that always comes to mind so for instance there's the typical story of uh uh the wife comes home and starts talking to her husband about having a frustrating experience at work um and the husband immediately jumps in with telling her what she should do, how she can change the situation, who she should talk to, yada, 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 all his advice. And she gets really upset with him because she wasn't looking for advice. She just kind of wanted some listening, maybe some sympathy, some understanding, maybe some care um, and some support. And uh, everyone comes away from the conversation feeling really upset. Now, of course, that example falls along some very traditional gender lines. I can tell you from personal experience that often it is reversed. Um, It doesn't really matter what your gender is. Everybody can make this mistake. I know for myself, being a coach as my job, I fall into the role of giving advice when people have not asked for it all the freaking time. Um, I make this mistake a lot. Um, I also make the mistake a lot of not being clear with someone what I'm looking for. And so 
maybe I'll come to a partner with a problem that I'm having, expecting advice, and they just kind of give some support. And while support is nice, I come away with it not getting what I want and feeling disappointed or sometimes feeling upset with my partner if I'm not aware of what's going on. Um, so that was part of the reason why we wanted to start looking at this issue of people coming to conversations kind of at cross purposes or assuming the wrong goal from the other person. And we wanted to come up with ways of like, how can you really quickly and accurately ask for what it is that you need um, or ask somebody else for what it is that they need so that we can have good communication and we don't end up upset at each other because of miscommunication. Right. So what part of what this is based around is not about fixing communication with someone who is actively trying to hurt you. This is about how to improve communication when you do have two people who do care about each other, whether they're friends or they're family members or they're in a romantic or sexual relationship, whatever it is, even coworkers. It's that these people want to do the best for each other. But so often, as Dedeker was explaining in that example, the husband thought he was being helpful by giving advice, but it was exactly the opposite thing of what the wife wanted in that example. I know from my personal life, uh, being in a relationship with Dedeker, usually she's the one giving me advice when I don't want it. And so this tool has been incredibly helpful to be aware of that difference and be able to clarify what it is that I want or what it is that I don't want. And the other thing that's really cool about this tool is that the other person doesn't have to know this tool in order for it to work, right? That this is both something you can use in just plain English to another person, or I guess whatever, whatever language you speak, in just plain language, you can explain what it is that you want, what it is that you need. Um, and then similarly, if someone else has shared something with you, you can ask them in pretty simple terms what it is they're looking for. And you can lead to getting more of what it is you want and not feeling disappointed by their response. And similarly, giving more effective responses to other people. So that's one of the things I really love about this is that the other people involved don't have to know this for it to be really effective. Um, so to review this real quick, there are three different categories or review, preview. Let's go preview this real quick. There are three different purposes for communication, which we have called the Triforce of Communication, or as we titled this episode secretly for ourselves was the Triforce of Communication, colon, Breath of the Wild, <laughs> since this is the newest yes. <laughs> installment. Uh, do we want to go through what the three are real quick, and then we'll go into them in a little more depth? Sure. Yeah, yeah. So super quick, uh, Triforce number one, which is building intimacy or sharing. Triforce number two, which is seeking support or acknowledgement. And Triforce number three, which is seeking advice or problem solving. So let's start out by digging into specifically Triforce number one. Yeah, so Triforce number one is building intimacy or sharing. So this includes things like sharing a story or a joke or just an update on your life. It could be sharing a story of something that happened in your life that made you the person that you are, or it could be sharing about something that's going on inside you right now that you just want them to be aware of. So if your purpose is Triforce number one, then you're simply hoping to be heard by the other person and just be understood, to be acknowledged for having shared this thing. And Jace, I think that you've been really great over the entire time that I've known you about doing this one specifically, even oh. before we spoke about the Triforce of Communication or figured out that this was something that we were going to implement into our daily lives, because you do this thing where you say, like, I just want to let you know that X is happening. Like, I don't need anything. I don't, um, I'm not really expecting anything from you, but like, if you're wondering where I'm at or wondering why I'm acting a little bit weird right now, this is why. And mm -hmm. I think it's a great, it's great so that from the other standpoint, you know, I, for instance, don't have to sit here and wonder why the hell is he acting like this? Did I do something? Did right. I say something wrong? What the hell is happening here? Instead, it's just like, no, you're providing context for me so that I can understand what you're going through. So do you want to share a, a real-world example of this, M? Yeah, well, this one I think is is one that probably you've said before, um, but it's 
especially in speaking with the two of us. It's, um, I'm feeling lonely right now, but I want to focus on getting work done with you two. I don't want to talk about it right now, but I just wanted to let you know, which is exactly what we were just talking about. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm feeling kind of lonely, so maybe I might be a little bit down, but I really want to, like, focus on working and being with the two of you. So just so you know where I'm coming from, that's it. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I I mean, this one, I mean, all of the Triforce, I think, comes up a lot, even in, like, our multi-amory business meetings. Definitely. Uh, Obviously, all of us have (laughs) separate personal lives outside of this podcast. I don't know if you knew that. Um, (laughs) But, (laughs) you know, times times where it can't. If times where it can be like maybe we're at a meeting and I'd be like I just want to let you know like I got into an argument with so and so but it's okay like we we don't need to talk about it right now or process right now like just so you know what's going on with me um, and that's it you know I'm not gonna pause the meeting right now to ask for support or advice or to talk it out um, mm-hmm. it's just kind of bringing everyone into the circle letting them know what's going on with me I found often just doing that kind of sharing can even help that too if it is right. something where it's it's not, especially if it is something like that, like I had an argument with somebody earlier today and I'm just feeling weird about it, just saying it out loud to someone who you trust and care about, sometimes just that is enough to be like, I just want to let you know that's what's going on. Now I can move on and get over it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I feel like we've seen this sometimes also like in the multi-amory patron-only group of mm-hmm. some people um, and it's not always with things that are difficult or a struggle that sometimes it's with people just being like this really great thing happened. Like I just went on this awesome first date and I just want to share it with all y'all just to put it out there because sometimes, you know, we can't necessarily share these things on our normal social media. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that happens a lot in that group as well. Yeah, actually, I just, that reminded me of a really funny example of that. Uh, but I was at work the other day and um, the room that I was working in at the time uh, was all men in it at the time. And one of my other coworkers, who's a woman, uh, ran into the room, like from the next room over, ran and like ran over to my desk and whispered in my ear. She's like, Chase, oh my God, there are super hot firefighters in our building right now doing an inspection. <laughs> and it was just like, what? Where? That's amazing. She was like, I just needed to tell somebody. And I looked around and I knew that no one would appreciate it except for you. Just like that as a silly example of that. <laughs> oh, People man. do that with me at work, except for with women. They're like, did you mm. see that hot chick over there? And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> already saw. Yeah. Uh, another example of this, um, and this is another thing that I like to do a lot, which is just to say, uh, you know, hey, I'm, I'm trying to figure something out or I'm struggling with something. Can I just talk it out with you? Like, I just want to hear it out loud and hear myself explain it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. I think especially if I feel like I've kind of made a decision, but I want to sort of double check that it's right. It's, it's not that I'm coming to you to say, is this the right thing to do or not? Or what should I do here? It's like, I just kind of want you to listen and maybe ask like clarifying questions. Like, what do I mean? Like get me to help get my mind clear in explaining something that that for me is actually a super useful way of making a decision. And it doesn't always have to be like a tough decision. It could even be like if I'm doing some visual effects thing where it's like, I know you might not even understand a lot of the stuff I'm about to talk about if it's like a technical <laughs> sort of after effects thing. Like, I just want you to listen while I explain what it is I'm trying to do. And often just that act of explaining it will clarify it enough into my mind that I can go, ah, right. I know what I need to do now. Mm-hmm. So we got some feedback from some people concerning like the first time that we presented the Triforce of Communication. And people explained that they often have a hard time remembering which Triforce is which, because all the time on the podcast, we just say, oh yeah, number one, number two, number three. And that's because we're talking about it all the time. So we remember which one is which, Mm -hmm. but y'all that are listening out there may not. So we tried to come up with some mnemonics or some kind of memory devices to help you remember which one is which. And it was I a apolo- little difficult. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, I apologize in advance for some of these because they're not great, but um, feel free to come up with your own. Um, and then we let did our us best. know. Maybe they'll be And better. let us know if you have exactly, you'll probably come up with something that's better. Um, one that I came up with for number one was 
just in case you were wondering. Wait, I thought Jace came up with this one. I did. Maybe he did. And (laughs) I don't appreciate you interrupting me in this vulnerable moment of trying to present this really bad mnemonic. Let me try that again. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case you were wondering, this is what's going on with me right now. That's the the number one. That's the number one, you know, just letting them know what's going on with you. That's it. Just, just letting them in on, on your inner life. That's all. That's it. That's all. Jace, did you have another one? I did. I think Dedeker was trying to save me from the shame of having come up with that one. Uh, (laughs) I think that's the best one that we came up with. It all goes downhill from there. (laughs) Now, well, so the other one um, is just uh, more logical, I guess, that for Triforce number one, it's that one person is sharing and the other person is just listening. Is another way that can help you remember. Ah, number one is just one person. Like the idea that it's a little bit of a one-way street. Like just one person sharing, the other person just receiving and listening. And yeah, yeah, something along those lines. Yeah. Okay. Can or something that we didn't talk about in terms of um, a thing that might happen in real life is my partner often will say like, "What's your emotional life right now? Like, what's going on with you?" And I think. It, it it's not ever really for anything other than just like can we speak about something that happened in our week or in our day just for connection so i think this mm-hmm. one is a hope for a connection it, without necessarily having to respond much but just like we're connecting because we're learning about each other or each other's day in this moment yeah it's an interesting example because it's like the reverse it's not that he's sharing a Triforce sure, number one true. thing, but saying, I want you to share a Triforce number one thing. Yeah, um, but it, it is like that asking for connection to a certain degree. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think that the first time we presented the Triforce, that was kind of all we focused on for number one, because we hadn't realized that it can also be these other things about like, hey, I'm having a hard time right now. I don't want to talk about it, but I just want you to know that I'm not upset with you that kind of thing, um, or talking through something. When we talked about it the first time, sort of all we focused on was more of those, um, you know, just kind of like, this is what happened to me today. Oh, cool. This is what happened to me today. Just for sort of sharing information, building intimacy. So I think it Mm -hmm. can fill both of those roles. But yes, I'm glad you brought that up because that is definitely a big part of Triforce number one. Yeah. So shall we move on to Triforce number two? Yes. Yeah. All right, so this one is seeking support or acknowledgement. So this might include sharing the details of a relationship or a situation in order to receive sympathy, empathy, understanding, praise, or validation. So if your purpose is Triforce number two, you're, you're looking specifically for some kind of emotional or psychological support instead of just sharing, but you are not seeking help or advice. Again, that's, I think, the difference between what a lot of people want when they ask or when they say like hey i'm going to tell you about something that happened in this day and then immediately you know the other person involved might jump to well i'm going to give you advice for that instead of just the person seeking out like hey i I really would like acknowledgement here or i would like kindness or i would like to be told i'm a poor baby and that really sucked things like that um so specifically triforce number two fulfills that which is just seeking support or acknowledgement yeah i think um uh, something worth pointing out too is that this could also be positive that it doesn't always have to be sympathy or or oh poor you that really sucks but it could also be something really good just happened and i want someone to say oh my gosh that's amazing that you did that that's so great congratulations that kind of Mm -hmm. thing um, which reminds me a little bit of something, I don't know if we've talked about it on this show before, but um, active constructive listening um, is a term for, uh, there, there's actually been studies done about this, but if someone shares with you something good that happened in their life, like say, I, um, you know, I just got a promotion at work today, or I just got really good feedback on something that I did, um, that active constructive the constructive part means that it was um that you reacted positively that you weren't just like cool whatever what are we having for dinner that you were constructive you're like wow that's great that's really amazing which would be passive constructive but active constructive is when you say that's really amazing 
I totally understand why you would get that promotion. I know that last project you did was really impressive. You really deserve this. Tell me about what it was like. Like, what did they say to you? Like, actively engaging in the, like, I want to help you relive this experience more uh, mm-hmm. so that you can really be uplifted by it and feel good instead of just like, cool, congrats, right? Neat, bro. Um, but on the other side of it, uh, when it is something you know, more, more negative, more sad. Um, something that we did want to clarify is the difference between empathy and sympathy. Um, and this is something that is often misused, um, especially like we talked about the whole thing of like the narcissist and the empath on a previous episode that like that use of empath is actually entirely incorrect for the the actual meaning of the word empathy. Uh, but that empathy means that you feel what they're going through because you have experienced it yourself or you are currently experiencing it. It's an actual real experience you've had as opposed to sympathy, which is saying, you know, I feel really bad for what's going on with you. I haven't had that happen to me or I'm not going through it right now, but I can imagine what that would feel like. And that must be really hard, which a lot of people call like, oh, I'm so empathetic because I feel that way. Uh, Technically, that is still sympathy. Um, And the reason why this is important to understand the distinction is that both of those things can be really valuable, but sometimes you are wanting one or the other. Sometimes you might share something and be like, I don't really want you to just say you feel bad for me. I want to know if you've ever felt this too, right? So that I don't feel alone and I can feel comforted by knowing that you've had this experience as well. Um, Or there are times where it is just like, I just want you to tell me, I can't imagine how hard that must be. Like, gosh, I can't, that's, that must be so hard to deal with, right? There's sometimes where it's like, I don't want you to say that, yes, you've gone through this too. I want you to tell me, gosh, I have no idea what that must be like. Uh, You know, that must be really hard, right? And that both of those are valuable, but I think understanding that distinction can both help you in offering support to somebody else and can help you in asking for support if you can get a sense of what it is that you're looking for. Even if you don't know right away, it can give you a sense of like, Uh, that one didn't quite feel like what I wanted. Maybe it's because I'm looking for the other one. Yeah. 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 So let's dive into some real world examples of Triforce number two in action. Mm -hmm. Um, I know we tossed this out at the beginning, but it's an example that comes up all the time is just, oh my goodness, I had a really tough day at work with this particular coworker and I just need some support on it. Um, For me, sometimes this comes up as like, gosh, I had like a really heavy session with a client and I just want to get some comfort. Um, you know, I don't need to talk it out. I don't need advice on how I need to deal with this client. Like I just need you to comfort me and reassure me and tell me it's okay. Um, things like that. Yeah. Um, I think another example of this that I think has happened to all of us at different points in our relationships with each other is saying, I just had a breakup with somebody else and I want you to tell me that I'm still attractive and likable and that I'm not some awful person that no one wants to be with Um, or a slight variation on that is I just had a breakup and I'm really sad about it and I want you to comfort me and tell me that it's okay to be sad about it this is another distinction to make here where it's sometimes it's like can you please like distract me, take me out, like get me out of this mind state. And other times it's like, can you please support me and be here with me and tell me that it's okay for me to be sad. Right. That again, I think the more clarity you can get about what it is that you want uh, can be really helpful as well as on the other side, getting clarity on what the other person wants. It's like, gosh, that's really hard. That must take some time to grieve that. Do you want some time to just be comforted or do you want me to cheer you up? Like even asking that mm. question, I think can be super powerful. I think, uh, oh, were you going to say something? Dedicated? No, no. Uh, oh, sorry. No, I'll, I'll jump in really quick. Um, just to say that I can already hear like people arguing like, uh, like this takes the romance out of communication. <laughs> as though communication is really romantic. Um, I mean, just that same argument of like, isn't that weird and awkward to be like so specific and asking for what you want? And it's like, I mean, my argument to that is always like, no, because like the best way to get what you want is to ask for it, really. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that you need to print out a script and hand it to your partner and say, say these things to me. <laughs> um, but adding that level of specificity, whether it's just the specificity of I'm looking for support rather than advice or getting more specific about 
I'm looking for some empathy rather than sympathy here. Um, and learning to be aware of yourself and aware of what it is that you're looking for and aware of what is most effective in helping you when you're having a rough time, it's going to just make it that much easier for you to be able to find that thing that you need. Yeah, um, I was going to say something that could also be maybe a middle ground for the people who do really have a hard time with that type of really clear, explicit communication would be that still having this knowledge can be really helpful. So say you do share this thing of, um, you know, I, I had this breakup and I'm going through this, or I had this hard time with a coworker, whatever. You could tell that to your friend or your partner or whoever it is. And if their response is immediately the thing that you want, then great. But if it's not, rather than walking away from that being like, gosh, they just don't get me. They don't care about me. They didn't, you know, I'm so disappointed by the reaction. Having this knowledge, you can go, oh, actually, you know what? I'm really not looking for advice right now. Can you just tell me that it's okay? Or can you just, you know, hug me and, and tell me we're going to do something more fun anyway, right? Whatever it is that even if you don't want to approach every conversation like we do, which is trying to be as clear as we can right from the beginning, that still having this knowledge will avoid that situation where you just walk away unhappy and unsatisfied and they feel like they did their best to support you and you don't appreciate it. And then both of you end up hurt by the situation. Yeah. I think definitely in polyamory, you get support from your current partners, um, potentially regarding your other partners. Because mm -hmm. you may be in a established polyamorous, polyamorous relationship and then eventually uh, start dating someone who's not as well versed in it and they may be having a really difficult time. Um, and so something that I know that I've done, even when we weren't all dating, but still just because we could commiserate, um, I think was ask like, hey, my current partner is not being understanding of polyamory. Can you let me know that my experience in this is valid and that I'm not alone in it? Mm -hmm. um, and then a different distinction from that is is for me to also ask, like, hey, have you been in a similar situation? Again, not necessarily saying, like, that I need advice about it, but I just want to I want to hear what your similar situation might have been. And yeah. again, that empathy thing is there um, versus the sympathy question. Yeah, actually, in a, uh, one of our recent discussion groups, we had someone point out that so often when you're in a non-traditional relationship, you can end up feeling like I am the only person in the world who's, exp who's experienced this right yeah. now. Yeah. And just being able to hear from other people, uh, oh no, I've totally gone through that before and I get what that's like and I get how hard that is or how great that is or whatever it is. Um, just getting that validation. I think that's why we include like acknowledgement and validation under Triforce number two, because that is a big part, I think, of being supported is knowing that you're not alone. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. So our mnemonic for this one to remember that Triforce number two is about either, you know, congratulation and acknowledgement, or it's about support and sympathy or empathy, is that it takes two people to hug. It takes two to tango. Yeah, I know. I thought of that one too, but I was like, but what's tangoing? Like that could, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, is, does tangoing count as support or as advice? <laughs> sharing, <laughs> or as intimacy? sharing an emotional experience <laughs> together, maybe. Well, but then it'd be number one, right? I, like, I don't, anyway. Right. So it takes I two people to hug. Good. Yeah, it's a good okay. one. Yes, yeah, okay. That's like All supporting right. and being sweet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Triforce Holding number some, two. Help, helping to hold someone up. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. it takes two okay. people to hug. Nice. And with that, let's get back into it with Triforce number three. Yeah, Triforce number three. So that is problem solving, planning, getting advice, uh, things like that. So this might include sharing what's going on in your relationships or what's going on in your particular you know, situation in order to receive specific suggestions or advice. It can also involve working together with someone to make a decision or to make a plan. And in this case, when you're asking for Triforce number three, you want the other person to be actively involved in understanding the situation and also actively involved in helping you come up with solutions to solving a problem. Yeah, um, this one, I think that in its simplest ways, it, it can also be just something like, hey, roommate or partner I live with, 
uh, you know, we're out of paper towels. One of us needs to pick that up. Could you do it on your way home from work? Oh, no. Um, all right. Maybe I can do it in between these two things. It could just be something that simple. Um, more often, though, in situations, you know, more often in a situation, that's pretty clear. It's like, yes, we're trying to solve a problem and figure something out right now. Uh, but more often in the case when you would actually use the Triforce uh, is more about things we've talked about a little bit, like making a tough decision about something in your life or deciding how to respond to a certain situation that could be at work, it could be in another relationship, it could be with a friend or a family member. Uh, a distinction that we wanted to make too um, is that, that just like with sympathy and empathy, there's also a distinction between advice based on an experience that you've had of saying, yes, I've been through something really similar to that. Here's what I did and it worked badly, or here's what I did and it worked well. Um, that that's one thing versus I haven't been in that situation, but what about doing this? You know, often it's asked sort of as a question like that rather than you should do this, um, which maybe sounds more like a parent, uh, which mm -hmm. I don't recommend giving advice really ever in that fashion, unless someone specifically asks for that type of advice, just like, tell me what to do. Um, but is, you know, trying to figure out a problem together. Um, but the thing I did want to bring up with this is in terms of sharing a personal experience and what you did, that to go back to Triforce number two, sometimes people can share, oh, I feel empathy for you. I'm going to share an experience I had like yours and then slip into giving advice mm -hmm. because saying, and here's what I did and it worked out great. You should do that. Even if they leave out that you should do that, there's kind of that implication of sounding a bit like advice. And I only bring that up not to say, ah, oh, you're doing it wrong if you do it this way, because we're all human. We're all trying to figure out the best way to be human beings. But just to mention it uh, as something to be aware of, to realize, oh, whoops, I better be careful I don't accidentally slip into advice when that's not what they want. Or um, if someone is looking for advice, getting the distinction of saying, I haven't experienced anything like this. Do you still want to hear my thoughts about it? Do you want to talk about it? Or saying, I have had an experience somewhat similar to this. This is what happened for me. It's just sort of understanding that that's a distinction worth making. Um, and similarly, if you're asking, you could say, have you had an experience like this? Uh, if so, I'd love to hear how that worked out for you, what happened. Um, and if they haven't, it's okay to say, uh, you know, thanks. Like, it's just a hard thing I'm going through. I don't really want advice right now. So kind of on both sides, just being aware of that can help you take care of yourself a little better. So should we get into some ways that this can happen in real life? Yeah. Okay. So one thing that I went through um, and that both of you helped me with was that uh, my friend is reacting to my coming out as polyamorous in a negative way. Mm -hmm. So can you give me some help with my responses and emotions toward her during this time? Or do you have any resources that I can share with her? Obviously, this podcast. Uh, but um, <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Just uh, what are what are like actionable things that I can do in order to help myself in this situation? Um, also, presumably, most people who come out in any fashion might have backlash, re you know, regarding that. And so probably it's a thing, it's an easy thing that people can empathize with and that people can give advice about if they themselves had gone through it before. Yeah, that's we're going to get more into this distinction later, but I think that's a really good example of something that could be either Triforce number two or number three. Mm -hmm. Right. That if you didn't clarify, we wouldn't know. Do you want advice about what you should say to her? Or do you just want the like, gosh, I've been there too. It really sucks. Yeah. Right. That that's definitely a good example of a time when asking for what you want can be really helpful. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, a couple of years ago, I had the very first world problem of trying to decide which publisher to go with for my book. Um, <laughs> and so, for instance, with Jace, even though Jace doesn't have a similar experience of like this particular experience of trying to decide between publishers that I can still come to him and be like, Hey, I'm kind of having difficulty deciding which way I should go here. Can I talk it out with you and hear what your opinion is 
on who I should go with. But being very specific in that situation, because again, that is another situation where it could very easily have been, I just need to talk this out out loud and have you just listen to me. Um, I don't need your advice or your opinion on it. I just need someone to be a sounding board as I kind of try to figure this out. Right. But in this case, it was Triforce number three of like, I want your opinions. What would you do in this situation? What do you think? So yeah, Mm -hmm. that's another great example where it could have been one or three. Yeah. Um, and then a, a similar one that I had, uh, gosh, now many, many years ago, back when I was living in Seattle, was just, uh, I'm thinking of moving to LA. Should I do it or not? Is that a terrible <laughs> idea? Um, and it was interesting. It's one that I asked a lot of different people for their thoughts on um, and got a whole range of advice, right? From people being like, no, you're you're too sweet. Uh, the city's going to eat you up and spit you out and you're going to become bitter and jaded. Um, or other people being like, yeah, man, follow your dreams. It's going to be great. Or I lived there for several years when I was younger and I loved it. Uh, right. What, whatever it is, I got a whole range of advice. Um, and from that I was able to make my decision. It wasn't like I was looking for someone to make it for me. But I was clearly asking, I want your impressions. I want your thoughts about it, whether you've been there or not. Yeah. So, Dedeker, do you want to yeah. give us our mnemonic for this one? <laughs> oh, gosh, if I must. Okay. So, the mnemonic that we came up for Triforce number three is that if you're building a three-sided pyramid... <laughs> Got to be very specific, yes. It, hey, pyramids three-sided are three-sided. Pyramid. They are three-sided. That is a fact. The pyramids in Egypt are not, but an actual pyramid is three-sided. Got it. Oh, anyway, like a like a yeah. Like a geometry pyramid rather than an Egyptian yes. pyramid. Exactly. Got it. If you're coming together to build a three-sided pyramid, you need you need a team of people to work together and solve some problems. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man. Three I, is the pyramid. Uh, yes. Two three is, is the, the pyramid. Hug, and yes. one is wondering. Wonder if you're or, wondering, this is what's going on with me. Or just yes. one person sharing and the other just listening. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We are. Please, dear God, if you have better ones, please. Email us if you're in the patron group, post it to the patron group. Um, or you can send it to us on these, Twitter. Yeah, that, that too. Tweet or if us. you think these are great, we'd love to hear that too. <laughs> what <laughs> what is know, validation on that. Which is the best. Gosh. <laughs> All right. So examples of how it's improved our lives. Um, it's definitely helped me in speaking with my partner just because I know that he and I tend to have very different styles of communication again, like the whole chewer spewer thing. Um, so we are able, I think to communicate more effectively because it's that question of like, what do you need in this situation right now? Do you really want advice or do you just want to hear, you know, that you're valid and that you're loved, um, in this moment. And so I think it's huge from that standpoint. I've also given it as, um, a good way for other people to communicate more effectively with their partners. I have a really good friend who keeps getting upset when, you know, her boyfriend just tells her like, well, you need to do X, Y, or Z. And I said, well, why don't you tell him next time? Hey, I'm just, uh, I'm just looking for kindness right now. Why Mm. can you just give me that? Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, it's been so good just to have an awareness of this, that like any time I'm in a situation where I come away feeling like, Oh, I feel kind of disappointed or I feel kind of annoyed with this person or upset with this person and being able to immediately realize like, Oh, I think I didn't really ask for what I needed in that situation. Mm -hmm. And that's why, and that instead of like being pouty or sulky or just upset, then I can kind of come back to that person and be like, you know what? Actually, I think what I would really love right now is just to get a hug and to hear some words of encouragement. Um, Like, it's just been so good for me. Again, even if the other person has no idea about the Triforce, that for me, I can have that clarity and then I can come to that person and again, basically double or triple my chances of actually getting what I want and actually coming away from that interaction feeling good instead of disappointed. Yeah, and I know we joked about it earlier in the episode, but um, with myself and Dedeker, often, you know, her reflex is to go to giving advice if I'm sharing about something that's going on. And at you know, originally that was just sort of annoying and I would end up getting frustrated about it. But honestly, like I'm being real here, the, the Triforce has been helpful to for me to go, ah, I am a little frustrated, but it's just because I wasn't clear about what I wanted. Mm. Actually, what I'm just looking for is support right now. 
And then that gives her the opportunity to go, ah, I see. Got it. Okay. Let me try to give you that then instead. Um, that that's been really helpful for us. Uh, so I wanted to talk a little bit about using this for clarifying what it is that you want, um, which is exactly that is saying, Hey, you could either use the numbers if both of you know the numbers and you could say, Hey, I'm looking for Triforce number three right now. Here's what's going on. Help me out. Or, uh, you can just use your words, right? Just use normal language. Use your words. words. (laughs) You can use normal language to explain it and just say, Hey, I'm really looking for some advice right now, or I'm looking for some sympathy and some care right now, or I'm looking for some commiseration right now, or, Hey, I just want to share this with you. Can you just listen to me for a second? Right? Whatever it is, it's incredibly powerful to be able to share that, especially if you yourself are clear on what it is that you want. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't know right away what that is, as soon as you do start to figure that out, or you could even go in saying, I'm not sure if I want number two or number three. I don't know if I want support or if I want advice. Um, but let's kind of see how it goes. And then once you become aware of it, you can say, yes, you're right. I am looking for advice. That is really helpful. Or no, I just, can you just tell me it's going to be okay? Or, you know, give me a hug or whatever it is. So we wanted to give you now some examples of, uh, real life situations where the same thing could easily be either one, two or three. Um, and that if you don't specify, someone could think it was any one of those and your odds of being misunderstood and getting the, the response you're not looking for are even greater. Right. So, so that's the thing is you can't always tell just by the nature of the situation, what the other person is looking for. And this counts even if you've known this person for a long time. Like studies show that actually the longer you know a person, the worse you are at being able to predict what they need because you build a narrative in your head of thinking that you know this person and know exactly what they need Mm. when... That's really interesting. Yeah, I know. It's really interesting. When human beings are just human beings, we're unpredictable and full of contradictions and we do change. And so it's more likely that we want something different than what you expect. Mm -hmm. Um, So for instance, something that comes up a lot is like the topic of how do you talk about your emotions with a partner? And let's say particularly one that comes up a lot is, you know, if you're struggling about, let's say your partner going out on a first date or maybe struggling with a new relationship or something like that, um, that you can come to your partner and it could be number one, it could be, I'm having a really hard time with you leaving on a first date right now, but I'm going to be okay. You're not doing anything wrong, but I just needed to get it out there and just let you know. Um, and you're not expecting your partner do, to do anything about it. Maybe not even to try to reassure you. It's just letting them know, Hey, this is what's going on with me. Maybe even choosing to be vulnerable for the sake of getting a little more intimate with your partner. Um, because vulnerability does that in relationships. But again, Triforce number one, just letting you know, this is what's going on inside of me. That very same situation, you may come to your partner and it could be seeking Triforce number two or seeking support or acknowledgement. It could be, I'm having a hard time with you heading out on a first day right now. I could really just use your support and some positive words and reassurance and maybe a hug and that's it. Um, And again, it could be Triforce number three, seeking advice or trying to solve a problem. I'm having a really hard time with you heading out the door to a first date right now. I would love to maybe figure out and talk either right now or maybe later, again, if they really are literally about to head out the door, um, and figure out what we can do together to make things feel better when it's leading up to you going on a first date. Like, let's actually sit down and kind of look at this problem and see if there's any ways that, you know, we can just kind of change the things that we're doing or change the way we talk about it in order to make it feel better. So that's the same situation, but asking for very different things. And maybe in that situation, you may want all of those things as well. It's totally okay to not just pick one, but to ask for all of them as well. But remember that it's very important, not only that you, if you're seeking something from your partner to clarify, but also if you're the partner who's being approached with this, that it's okay for you to also ask in order to clarify what they want as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we have one more quick uh, way in which all of these things can be relevant, which is uh, if you share a mistake about um, something that you did to a friend or a partner uh, with someone else. So 
you might ask for Triforce number one and say, like, I'm really preoccupied because I'm feeling bad about something that I did. Um, And again, not like just saying, like, I want to let you know I'm preoccupied right now. And so it's because I did something and you're not asking for advice or you're not asking for kindness or anything from them, but just like understanding that that's the headspace that you're currently in. Um, And then so Triforce number two would be, I feel really bad about this thing that I did and I want you to let me know that I'm still a good person. So again, like being sweet, being kind, um, being empathetic or sympathetic or just understanding in that moment um, and to get uh, uh, something from them in the form of Triforce 2 saying like, I please let me know that I am still a good person and that even though I did this bad thing, that doesn't make me bad as well. Um, And then Triforce number three would be, I really feel bad about this thing that I did and I want your advice about what I can do to make it better or to make you know, my partner, whomever, my friend feel better in that moment. So that one is asking for advice specifically. Yeah, this is one that's definitely come up a lot for me. And I feel like in this sort of situation where you're also attaching to it a lot of shame or fear Mm -hmm. of being judged um, for what you've done, um, that, that it's extra important in those times to clarify this. And I've definitely not been clear about what it was that I wanted and been really upset by responses that I've gotten from people in talking about things that I've screwed up because all of us on this podcast make a lot Mm -hmm. of mistakes. And that's why we do this podcast, not because we're perfect, because we make a lot of mistakes too. uh, And we want to help other people to avoid as many of those as they can. Um, Mm -hmm. or to recover from them. But this is a really good example of um, I really screwed up and what kind of support am I looking for right now can make a big difference. Because if you imagine that where you're just feeling awful and horrible about yourself and you go to someone wanting them to just tell you that you're okay and instead they tell you, well, you really need to do these difficult things and you need to approach this and this is, you know can feel in that state like they're telling you all those things you are afraid of, that you are a bad person, that you are terrible, right? All of that. Um, So this is, I I think, an especially relevant one to talk about and one that we didn't really deal with the first time we talked about the Triforce. So I'm really happy that we were able to bring up this example to talk about it. Um, And then these were all examples of, you know, you approaching someone saying, here's what I'm looking for. But the Triforce is also very powerful on the other side. So again, if someone approaches you with these, especially if it's something where you don't know exactly what it is they're looking for from context, it's not clear where they come to you and say, hey, I'm looking for a solution to whatever. Instead, they say, hey, this is a situation. That That's your opportunity knowing about this to say, well, if they know about the Triforce, you can say, which Triforce are you looking for right now? Which is a question that Dedeker asks me all the time. Which Triforce <laughs> are you looking for right now? Um, or more often what comes up for me is, you know, a friend or someone shares something with me, I can say, I'll usually start off with sort of Triforce number one or two-esque of like, oh gosh, I understand that that seems difficult. What are you looking for right now? Like, do you want to be comforted? Do you want advice about that? Or would you rather just talk it out and have me listen? That just that, I've found that so often people are just so relieved at even being asked that question. They're being asked a question that they didn't even know that they wanted to be asked. um, And that just asking it, they can, you know, sometimes they'll be confused for a second at first, but then once they can get clear about what it is they want and you can give that to them, it can be really powerful in terms of actually helping them, giving them what they want. Um, same in a positive situation as well, right? Uh, so I've found it to be, again, this is one of my my favorite tools that we've talked about on this show. Um, I love it so much. I use it all the time. Um, our patrons use it in the Patreon group. This is something we developed specifically for one-on-one types of interactions or, you know, maybe just talking to a couple other people. Um, But it's also been used in much larger groups like our private Facebook-only group for patrons. Um, It obviously can be a little bit different in those sorts of situations, and we've built it more around these one-on-one interactions. But it is really cool that uh, people have been able to use it in so many different ways. 
And uh, thank you all so much. I, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Uh, I was really excited that we got to go back and revisit this, clarify yeah. some of these things, and also bring with it this almost year and a half worth of using this literally every day uh, <laughs> that to, to be able to share this with you. So I'm really excited about that. If Triforce you have- power and courage. <laughs> or wait, courage, power, and wisdom. Courage, That's power, it. and wisdom. Damn it. <laughs> yes. Well done. Something. Uh, Was it like like intimacy, support, and advice? Yeah. Yeah, or intima- yeah. intimacy, support, and problem solving. Um, yeah. Okay. Or maybe yeah. sharing support and problem solving. I don't know. You could say them how you want, but let's review our mnemonics real quick before we close out this episode. Oh, God. So the first one is one person is sharing while the other is listening. Or if you're wondering what I'm thinking or what's going on with me, this is what it is. Number two is that it takes two people to hug, and that could be a hug of congratulations, or it could be a hug of sympathy or empathy. Uh, and then three is if you're building a geometric three-sided pyramid. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you need to put a team together and really work on solving that problem and figuring out all of the angles and stuff. Um, Plan- planning also planning and, and planning. Lots yes. of planning. Yes. 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 Good Perfect. God. All right. Thank you all so much. If you have a question or a comment that you would like played on this show, you can call our phone number at area code 678-M-U-L-T-I-05 and leave us a voicemail, or you can send us an audio message at the Multiamory Facebook page. You can also email us at info at or you can send us a message on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. To support our show and join our private Facebook community, go to patreon.com slash multiamory. Multiamory is created and produced by Emily Matlack, Dedeker Winston, and me, Jace Lindgren. Our episodes are edited by Mauricio. Our social media wizard is Will McMillan. Our theme song is Forms I Know I Did by Josh and Anand from the Fractal Cave EP. The full transcript of this episode is available on its page at multiamory.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.